Hear ye, hear ye! Let it be known that on this day the Queen will provide counsel to her loyal subjects. You're invited to tea with the Queen. Please make haste. Hello, thank you for joining me on Queen's Council. I'm Emma McQueen and today I want to talk to you about sales. Mm. Specifically, why we don't like sales. I have heard it over and over again with my clients. I have been on a faculty, three faculties in fact, for the past 10 years and I see a constant pattern emerging for those people who have their own business and need to sell. I mean, it's a typical requirement. If you've got your own business, you may need to sell. If you don't want to sell, probably shouldn't go into your own business. But it is your job as the CEO of your own business to sell, right? And I thought I'd tell you a story today about a client I had who was working with me. And she told me in our first coaching session that she wasn't motivated by money. I asked her to reframe the word sell and change the word into service. And she was on board with that. She went on to sell a lot. In one year, she sold almost half a million dollars worth of programs. Pretty good for someone who doesn't like to sell, but likes to serve. Sometimes it's the simple tweaks that offer us the best results. For her, it was all about mindset and just shifting that word from sell to service. Not all of my clients are as lucky. And I also think not all of my clients work quite as hard as she did on getting that mindset right. What happened after that is that she went on, it's almost like a snowball effect and you go on to create all this momentum where she actually had to stop selling because she needed to start delivering. So it can have some detrimental impact if you're doing a bit too much selling. Now, I've mentored a lot of people, both men and women, and my favorite story was of a fellow who was fearful of rejection. I had been working with him for a few months and we talked about where the rejection might have come from and what it meant for rejection and sales together. I have to say he was extremely clever. He had great marketing skills and had an awesome knowledge bank. They weren't the problem. What we had to do was break down the barrier, the rejection barrier for him. Now, this wasn't through just one conversation, but many conversations, and we worked on his mindset. And in one of our conversations, we had to unpack a lot of things that went straight back to his childhood. We all have money mindset issues, right, that we have to work on constantly, and he was no different. And at the end of that, our time together, I set him a very practical challenge. For those of you that know me, you would know I love practical challenges. I love getting in and getting shiz done. The challenge was to get 100 rejections via phone and see what happens. Now, I know most of you would be sitting there cringing at the thought of trying to make 100 phone calls. I hear you. I hear you. Remember, the point wasn't to make sales. The point was just to get comfortable with rejection. Yeah. So at this point in time, yes, he did look at me like I was crazy. And he said, I don't know 100 people. I don't think I can do that. Why would I do that? And I said to him, I reckon you know 100 people. I reckon on your LinkedIn profile, you know 100 people. And I reckon if you don't do it, you're going to feel stuck and in an awful space that feels ick. So let's give it a go. Now, one of the things that happens when we set challenges like this is we take all the emotion out of it and it just becomes a numbers game. Now, I know some people go, oh, Emma, it's a numbers game, la, 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 la. It takes all the 
person or the human element out of it. No, it doesn't. It just replaces the emotion. What we want to do is we want to get to 100 rejections. And the reason we wanted to get to 100 rejections is so that he got better at his technique. So his sales technique would get better, his conversations would go further, and eventually he would nail a sale. And to his credit, he took on the challenge ferociously. He rang, how many people do you think he rang? I love this question. He rang 86 people and they all pretty much said, not now. 86 people, which isn't a no, by the way. When someone says not now, that's not a no. That is yes later. (laughs) Well, I like to think it is anyway. So they were literally saying not now. He kept showing up and slowly they started to ring him back. And in that first quarter, he sold $250,000 worth of services, some from people who originally said no or said not now. So I know this works. I know this process works. I want to break down some math for you. If you think about the sale, so $250,000 divided by 86 phone calls, it's about three grand a phone call. That's a lot of cash, right? Imagine if each time you picked up the phone, you had the potential to make $3,000. Seriously, would that not be worth it? When I asked him about it recently, he told me that his sales mojo has become his source of energy. So from someone who was afraid of rejection to now using the sales as his energetic space, that's incredible. Previously, he had dreaded making calls. Sales is now a mega motivation for him. He went on to sell more than 720000 in that 12-month period. That's 720 thousand dollars. That is a lot. Most of which was from the rejections and his newfound love of sales in the form of masterclasses and webinars. So what's not to love about sales people? I have so many examples of this with my clients and I know a lot of people hate picking up the phone. I get it. And I recently had a uh, direct message conversation with someone. She said, I hate picking up the phone. I'm like, how do you make sales? And she said, well, I do it in the DM and then I get them on a call. I'm like, so you do make calls? And she's like, yes, I do. I'm like, right. But in the first instance, you're not making a call. Let me say at this point, I do not promote cold calling. I think cold calling is ick right? So I don't want people making cold calls and I do not subscribe to that. What I do subscribe to is building a relationship and putting an offer in front of someone so they have an opportunity to say no. So I thought I'd give you some ways in which you can sell in a way that suits you. Of course, the phone is my absolute favorite, but there are other ways to build your list and then follow up with making calls. You can run a masterclass or a webinar. You can sell in the direct messages using social media in a non eek way. You can sell via email and you can sell to your list. There are four options that you can do to sell. I'll just tell you a little story. When I first started in business seven years ago, I, I was very disciplined and I sent an email newsletter every single week. The week after I sent the email, I opened it up to see who had opened it. And if I had their phone number, I spent an hour a day giving them a call to say, thanks for opening the email. Is there anything else that you would like to hear from me? And in those conversations, I had some amazing revelations. I got some amazing content ideas from them and they were just stunned that I had actually picked up the phone. 
I do have to say, when I first started this, they were like, Emma, who? (laughs) Now the response is a little bit different, which I'm really thankful for. But that is a super quick way for me to get in contact with my some potential clients. You need to show your target market that you know your stuff. And sometimes by running a masterclass or a webinar about something that you're an expert in, you can shine. I'm probably not telling you anything you don't know, but sometimes it's just the fear of rejection. For me, one of my sales tools when I first started was something called Lunch with the Queen. I got 10 women together over lunch for a couple of hours. I shared some of my knowledge. I introduced them to each other and I did that every month for 12 months. Now, Some of those became amazing advocates and fans. Some of them became clients. Some of them became clients for others. It was just a unique way and in my own aligned way to do business development. And I have to say, I was actually fearful of rejection as well, right? And so was my client. So to get 100 people to reject you, (laughs) I know it sounds crazy. Anyway, I think you've got to start slowly. You've got to start somewhere and you've got to get into the space where you actually need to make some sales calls, yeah? So from this story, what's your takeout? What do you need to do to encourage more sales? What do you need to do? Do you need to pick up the phone? Do you need to get your list building mojo back? Do you need to run some masterclasses? Do you need to jump on video? What is the thing that's going to just move the dial for you and gain some momentum so that you can become accustomed with sales and then it doesn't feel really ick because no one wants an ick salesperson, I promise you. I know you might be thinking, what about a script, Emma? Can I try a script? You know what? If you're going to try a script, can you try it first out loud on your own? a few times. The tongue has an amazing way of remembering what you're saying. And if you say what you need to say out loud 10 or so times, then by the time you jump on a call, you will be so well versed that you won't trip up on your own tongue. And the other thing is, even if you've got a script, it's about a conversation. It's about listening to what your potential client needs and wants and knowing whether or not you can help them. And if you can't, telling them up front. And if you can, talking about your services. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope I've taken some of the scariness out of sales and I hope that you will try and pick up the phone and please let us know how you go. Thanks for listening to Tea with the Queen. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to get the word out. For more about me, please visit emmamcqueen.com.au and I look forward to your company next episode. Thank you for coming. 